What's up, Cuzzies? And welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Coaster Cuzzies, this is where two best friends talk about theme parks, roller coasters, and gluten-free pasta. The host of today's show is me, Coaster Bro. On today's episode, my wife joins me for part two of the Pennsylvania road trip. We're going to Knoebels, Del Grosso's, Lakemont, Idlewild, Waldemere, Kennywood, and the Columbus Zoo. Action-packed. So why don't you just sit on back and listen to that cuzzies in your ear. Speaking of fun, good place, uh, the next morning we left and hit up Knoebels, which is, uh, you know, one of my favorite parks in America. So I'm sure I'll be able to uh, condense all this down into my thoughts very easily. But I was very excited at Knoebels because 4th of July weekend, they opened, reopened up Flying Turns for the first time in what feels like the pandemic. Um, so we got to ride Flying Turns and rope drop that. And um, I want to hear your thoughts on it. So I've seen POVs of Flying Turns, but I've never seen POVs that weren't the first car. car. And the way we were set up, because there was like a family, and then there was you, and then there was me, and so like I was in the very back. It, it goes heaviest in the front, and then the lightest train goes in the back. Which I didn't, I had no idea. Yeah. I've just, I, I've only seen the from the front, and so when we were going down the ride and the bank turns, like I could see the cars in front of me, and I'm not someone who likes slides. I don't like to fall. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that is not my thing. You don't like riding up walls, kind of thing. Well, I mean, like when you say it like that, I mean, I just don't like falling. So, like, I'm watching the cars in front of me, and I'm like, oh, and then I see you go a little bit higher, and then I'm way up on the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, woo! So, I think, like, that was very exciting, because it was a very different experience, like, because I'm the highest on everything. It was very fun. Yeah. Just was not expecting to have the, like, the banks like that. Yeah. That was... But so cool. I've always wanted to ride it. That was a bucket list coaster for me. I love the sound of it. That's my favorite mm-hmm. thing is the sound. The sound when you get into the troughs yeah. is just it's yeah, cool. It's a good feeling. And and what I love about this ride, and I, I wouldn't call it an elite ride by any means, but it is one of my favorite wooden coasters. It's um, unique. It's so unique. And, and what I love about it is that it captures the spirit of Knoebels mm-hmm. so well. Canoles is like, hey, there used to be this old school ride. We're just going to rebuild it in-house and see how it goes. We'll make it safe. We'll figure it out. And um, I think the locals complain about this ride a lot because of the wait time. And it's hilarious because they're complaining about a 30 to 45 minute wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is the only place in America that's like, oh my God, we had to wait 30 minutes for this roller coaster. And, Unique, uh, elite, special roller coaster. You know, the the uh, the only one of its kind in the world. And we have to wait 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Like, come on. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but yeah, it, it is one of those rides you do have they, to hit early. They do not know the FEC in Maryland. Yeah, like, like, they don't know that life. They don't know it. Um, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, great ride and, and so happy that it reopened in time. Mm-hmm. And then we went over to what might be one of my... Gosh, I'm considering it as as a top my favorite roller coaster if I'm being honest. The Phoenix. We got a row three ride in on it at the beginning of the day. We rode it, and it was really fun. Um, it ran maybe a little bit slow at the beginning of the day, 
Um, but really good ride. Um, we came back and got re-rides on it mm-hmm. later. So let's just talk about that now while we're on the Phoenix topic. Um, I think we came back in the afternoon. It had warmed up and we sat in the front. Mm-hmm. And holy cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I talk about this ride all the time. That I love the airtime on it. And I think it's so smooth and such a classic ride. And another another just ride that it encapsulates the sp- or encaptures the spirit of uh, Knobles. And I loved it. It was so good. I, the airtime's better than I remember. And um, I was catching it, like, going into turns. Uh, the high turns even had airtime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did you have any thoughts on Phoenix? I think the first time we rode, it was crazy, because we were in Road 3 the first time. And you've always described this ride as an airtime buffet. Yep. And when you see, I mean, you, 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 again, I'm just kind of a regular person. I, I, I understand what airtime is. I don't know if I'm regular. I've been to a lot of places now. You have a lot of knowledge. So it's, it's, (laughs) I guess, however you want to put it, when you see the person in front of you basically standing, because you can see the bottom of her shorts because (laughs) she's getting so much airtime and she's not being unsafe. It's just really, it launches you that high. That's what it does. (laughs) You're, you know you're on something pretty wild. And I think to have that kind of intensity in a roller coaster and the speed, and it is thrilling. You are standing. Yeah. And to not feel scared and it to be rewritable and it to be fun, I think is such a crazy walk to line to balance on. And Phoenix just nails it. It is, it is the perfect amount of rewritable and family-ish. <laughs> I had said our dog is tired of us talking about Phoenix. <laughs> it is the perfect mix of rewritable and thrilling and unique and classic yeah. and fast dispatch and the great visuals. Yeah. And it's just perfect. It is. It is. Yeah. It's it's what you want. And even when you look at the there are intense moments, but like the pacing of the ride to be like the high turnarounds of the classic wooden coaster to like you just got yeeted and you're like laughing about it on the curve and then you're like all right here we go again like i love the pacing of that mm-hmm. and people that don't understand phoenix i don't know how they don't I, I don't know how you're a coaster enthusiast and don't like phoenix i i as somebody who like is kind of on the outs i would like second the, it feels like a weird comparison would be like a holiday. Like it feels like I don't know. I'm gonna keep thinking about it. Traditional, yes. special. It's just so good. It is. So um, yeah, we rode that thing. Was it four times? Three or four times? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, very good. All rides good. No rides bad. Yeah. Never changed my opinion. It only got better as yeah, the more I rode it. As you rode it. Um, so I think we rode... No hands. Yeah. When you put your hands up, it's even better. No hands. <laughs> so good. So yeah, we're making our way around the park and the log flume didn't have a line. And we were like, hey, let's give it a shot. Oh. And it was a pretty good log flume, I'd say. Did you like the log flume? Sure. It didn't get us too wet. I mean, I'm comparing it to Waldemere's, and Waldemere's was super Superior, fun. Superior, yeah. Uh, we went and rode Black Diamond, which was, you know, good. Not a museum. 
I was told it was a museum. A little bit too scary for you. It was not a museum. It was Scary Mine. Oh, okay. So we did that, and then I got kind of hungry, and I was very curious to see what a pierogi tasted like and what the new pizza tasted like. And um, pierogies. My first time ever having a pierogi, which is like, I guess, a dumpling with mashed potatoes in it is how you explain it. It was good. I like pierogies. And then I tried the pizza slice, and it is a slap in the face to Cesari's pizza that used to be like the best theme park pizza, and now it's basically a Sbarro. <laughs> it's how the, how the pizza tastes now, so not very impressed with that. And then we thought we were going to be chasing some weather. Oh, here comes our dog. He wants cuddles. Our dog is a little jealous because uh, he didn't get to go on this trip with us. And we talk about Knobles, but he knows dogs can go there. He gets a little sassy. <laughs> so we got in line for Impulse. This was actually our longest wait of the day. Probably should have hit it a little bit earlier than we did. My fault. But um, waited about 30, probably, for mm -hmm. Knobles. And they were only running one train, which was kind of a pain. But um, my, my thoughts on Impulse probably less favorable than it used to be it was it was a good ride um but when comparing it to gerslauer's I, I think i prefer most gerslauer's with lap bars i'd compare it to how i felt after fahrenheit yeah too many inversions maybe not, not even that just yeah good but not yeah not it's not a must yeah and then especially like if you've been on phoenix and flying turns you've been on these unique special like, I could skip Impulse next time I go. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's... And sp spend more time on, like, some of the classics. For sure. Get the bumper cars in. Get the flyer. Is there yeah, flyers? There's flyers. Yeah, I thought so. I was like, ooh. Play yeah. more Fascination. Yep. So, then we hit the Sky Ride, which is always fun. Good views. Uh, a little pointless, but... No, it's not pointless. It's worth it. At this point, I just... There are lightning alerts. You are getting them. Within 20 miles. Within, we, when we're up on the sky ride, we can see the storm. Yeah. You can see it. And the sky ride is a bench with wires. Yeah, and we're just going up a mountain and they haven't shut it down yet. And it's like, oh, maybe they should. It was a good sky ride. And, and it just was a it. moment of like, oh, there's the storm and I'm on a bench in the sky. Yeah. So you were kind of stressed? I was a little bit stressed. <laughs> um, then after that, we tried to find gluten-free options in Knobles, which... Not great. Before we went, I did DM Knobles and said, hey, what are your gluten-free options? Because, oh. Sorry, I just remembered. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. So every park in Pennsylvania actually does a great job, I would say, in like saying here are the places you can go that are gluten-free. Um, some better options than others, but Knobles didn't have that. And when I reached out to them, they're like, oh, yeah, there's some supply chain stuff, so we don't really have it. Let me get back with you. And then they never got back. So it was. Um, there are two places. I think it's called the Wharf. They had wrapped gluten. They had like Udi's, like gluten free brownies oh. and gluten free cookies. Okay. And then at the Alamo, which is where we, oh. which is where I got a hot dog. They were so excited. They were so nice. They had gluten free on the side, did, and I, yeah. you can get chicken tenders and you can get fries there. I had just had chicken tenders at Hershey. Yeah. I, and and they said they had gluten free buns, and so the kid who took my order was so sweet. I'm like, okay, like hot dogs he said yes i was like okay can i have a hot dog with a gluten-free but he was like yes absolutely he was so excited like he was like training was my moment in. yep <laughs> and confidently i got a little paper container with a singular hot dog 
and then a hamburger bun sealed <laughs> and just like ta-da here is your accommodation and yay it's just and it was they just missed it they missed the mark it's okay and the hamburger bun it was it was stale like it, it, it was it had not yeah. been it was but they were so excited yeah it was just like it was okay it yeah. just was like to go from Hershey you know gluten-free paradise, paradise to Knobles. An hour and a half up the road, just clueless. No. It's like, no, Knobles, you could do better on this. But I think, I don't... The other snacks we end up getting later in the day. The kettle corn. Yeah. The candied nuts. Yeah. Um, so spectacularly good. Yeah. So, like, the best kettle corn I've ever had. I would just say if you're gluten-free, go for the snacks. Lean into the snacks. Mm-hmm. It's not a place to... I mean, unless you want chicken strips. He wants Hudson wants a snack. He's miserable. He's miserable. He wants us to cuddle him. I tried. He doesn't want to come over. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can you hear? Him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hudson Johnny is and Taylor. Yeah, it's a perfect part of this podcast. Hudson, do you want to go to Knobles? That tail says yes. <laughs> All right, but. Um, Far from gluten-free eating, we, we then kind of slow down for the days. Like, let's, let's take a little break. We checked out all the museums, the Carousel Museum, the Mining Museum, which was kind of weird, um, and then the Knobles Museum. And then the best part of the day was you and I both plopping down $20 and spending nearly two hours of fascination. It was amazing. Great game, right? I wish, like, if that was Vegas, I would get it. Yes. All so, I want to do is play Fascination. So what's special about Fascination, it used to be in a ton of parks, and it's just like going away now. Like You can only really play it at Indiana Beach and Knobles, and I think Darien Lake has it. Um, but yeah, it was it was fantastic. We spent two hours. Um, you won two games? I did. You didn't win any regular games. Yeah, I so, won two. So how the game works is you have this one ball, and you roll it. You think about like the horse races on the midway where you're rolling a ball and trying to get fast or jog or walk, right? Um, but it's like that, but you're trying to get a bingo board, and it's lighting up. So you won two bingo games, which was very exciting. And I didn't win any of those, but I won the blackout game, which is like they do it every half hour, mm-hmm. and you had to pay $2 cash to do it, or you have a special coin. And I won it, and I got 100 coupons off of it which was like huge because like the, the regular games you won you got like a, a five and a ten maybe okay is that right flex i'm just flexing here but uh i got lucky that, that was just luck and um you know we had enough to get like a, a glass set or some knives <laughs> the, the prizes are hilarious there i wish we had a fascination parlor like in every like, that would be our hobby yes like I that I would love like if that was my hobby. Like, oh, Saturday, let's go get our fascination in. Like, yep, going down because it's that fun. Yeah, it's it will never get old. I wish it was as common as axe throwing is. Like whatever. Yeah, fascination parlors, so fun. Oh my god, open a fascination parlor, sell drinks. It would like it fascination would, bar. Yes. Classic amusement park. Oh like, my gosh. It would be theme park. So we need to do so this. It's that fun. Yeah. It's that good. Like, I'm not somebody who gambles, but I could see where I'd be like, wait a minute, this is a great hobby. This yep. is a who. So, the prizes for your tickets, like, 
this is not like your Chuck E. Cheese stand of prizes. No. George Foreman. Which we were close to winning a George Foreman. <laughs> lunch boxes, a glass set, kitchen pans. Like, people are going. Like, precious moment statuettes kind people of People are going and, like, also, like, competing for things that they want. It's kind of like the dollar store mixed with Salvation Army. <laughs> and it's like, here are the... And displayed prizes. They're yeah. not tucked away. It's against the wall. You see that George Foreman with the sticky note on it that says 175 tickets. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Fascination was a great time. Um, and we're saving our tickets for next visit. I just want to keep them for a souvenir. I think their tickets are pretty. Yeah. They are, for sure. All right. And then we did some shopping and got some fun merchandise. You got a very fun yellow t-shirt. Yeah, the carousel shop is where it's at for merch. Yes. Yeah, like, Knobles can up their game on merch. Their merch yes. is... There is like a weird style of their merchandise that is like tie-dye, weird old people shirts. And they got to up that. They can... People, yeah. Like, it's not cool to wear Knobles merch. Like, it is Hershey Park. Or Disney. That's the thing. So, like, this is back on Hershey Park, but, like, I talked about, like, the thing is with Disney merch is, like, you buy it knowing that you're going to wear it in the park. Or Knobles. You, like, no, they don't have that yet. But you think they would because they're a community park. Yeah. You would. Kennywood has it. Kennywood has it now. With their Steel City stuff. People wear Kennywood stuff to Kennywood Park. That's how you can tell you've got good merch in your community is if the people are wearing that merch to your park. They wear it knowing they're going to come back. Right. And you would think Knobles would have it because you can tell the people who go there are the people who live there. But they're missing out. They are. After that... Oh, you bought a portrait. Oh, I bought a portrait, yes. And and the girl that wrapped her portrait found us on TikTok, which was very funny. Um, very proud. But, yeah, so we, we bought, I bought a really cool painting um, that was a Flying Turns painting. And uh, we're getting that framed up. It's going to look real good on the wall. And then other than that, we, uh... We tried to go on a haunted mansion. With that merchandise. And they said they couldn't protect it. Yeah, which I kind of expected, but it was also like, hey, we really want to ride this. We want to spend $3 and ride the ride. Can I just put this somewhere? And he was like, yeah, you can put it behind that trash can. It's like, dude, we just spent 50 bucks on they, this. They were very put off. Like, that was yeah. the one, like, I don't even like talking yeah. about it because I yeah. love Knobles, but it was very much like... Because people were like, why didn't you ride the haunted mansion? And it was like, well... We had this merchandise. We didn't want to walk to the car. We tried it. It just didn't work out. So, but yeah, it was all right. Um, by the way, we also got ice cream, and you got a root beer float, which was fire. Top notch. The ice cream was good. Kettle corn and nuts for the road, and then we made our way to a bed and breakfast. So the hotel accommodations are really tough here because you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's like you're either camping, or you might want to find like a bed and breakfast nearby. Um, what is it called? Shamokin Ben Breakfast? I have no idea. I think that's what it was called. But um, really nice guy there. You can get on Airbnb. It was like 97 a night, which was worth it. Mm-hmm. He was very accommodating and nice. Next stop of the trip was kind of a crazy day. We're going from Knobles to basically try to get to our Airbnb in Pittsburgh. So on the way, you had Del Grosso's Lake Mountain Idlewild. This day the west virginia maryland day and this day these were the hardest days compared to like a hershey park day why would you say that it just was a marathon it was we did three parks in one day (laughs) and even though one of them was closed like we still got out and we walked Mm -hmm. and we like saw like it 
it was a long day. Like, it's, <laughs> it's worth it. I just think I wasn't expecting it to be as tiring as it was. Because yeah. in your head, it's like, oh, it's these little parks. It's not. Mm. It's like, no, it adds up. Yeah. And my original plan for this park was we'd hit Del Grosso's on Lakemont. And then we'd be going to the Airbnb. So what happened was we went to Del Grosso's. Um, and let's talk about Del Grosso's. Was this a hidden gem for you? Yes. Me too. I was really surprised by this park. Because my thought process here was we'd go in, we'd uh, hit Spaghetti Wednesday, which is their event that they do every Wednesday in the summer, where they do like a $10 meal deal with a specialty mm-hmm. pasta of some sort. It was lasagna. It was great. But um, I was like, let's hit the credits and we'll move on. And we get there and it's like, oh, this is kind of a special place. Um, our first stop... Which the I, entrance is beautiful. Yes. You smell the it's pasta sauce. Grand, yeah. Even. Um, so this is mostly a water park, but they also do have rides and restaurants. So I think the drive up, I think the parking lot, like you're very much expecting kind of podunk. Camden Parkish is what yeah. I was gonna say. Like it just ready for it to just be I mean, you're you're telling me it's an amusement park. In the parking lot of the factory, you know, like it's like, oh, like okay, like that is the feel pulling up, like or like that's what I'm expecting because I have no idea what to expect. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, like Del Grosso's, I can picture it in a grocery store. They have an amusement park, odd, no, and you park and you're in gravel and it's whatever, and right, you walk up and you're like, it's a beautiful front entrance. It is. There's a fountain. There's Italian there's music playing. It <laughs> smells incredible. It's like, what just happened? <laughs> and when we get there, there's a long line to get in. Uh, but then we realize everybody's going for the, the water park passes. Makes sense. Yeah, so I, I talked to an employee, and she's like, hey, we're just wanting to do the ride passes. Is there stuff inside the park that we can buy it at? She said yes. So we go around it, and first thing we do, free admission park, is there's a restaurant up front that has the gluten-free option, the gluten-free pasta. Pasta fresca, I think is what it's called. Yep. You walk in. It's just a touch screen. But you go, you pick your pasta, you pick your veggies, you pick your meat. They make it in a skillet. It's already separated. And so it was great just to be able to get it. Also $10. Not a special price again. No. Made there immediately for you. Bag, boxed, and then you can take it with you to a pavilion. If you've got somebody participating in Spaghetti Wednesday. Easy to transfer. Yeah. It was, it's doable yeah so we walked on the bridge that takes you over the water park and and we saw the water park was very uh very well themed there's like a leaning tower of pisa there's like a wine barrels leaking out for the lazy river it was popping and it was popping like spaghetti wednesday is where it's at in tipton pennsylvania (laughs) but we get over there and the park opened at 11 and the rides opened at noon so we we got the food and we participated in Spaghetti Wednesday. I had lasagna. Easily the best theme park pasta I've ever had. People joke about that. And they're like, oh, theme park pasta. How much theme park pasta have you eaten? A lot. I had it at Cedar Fair. I've had it at Six Flags. Like, I used to work at those parks. Um, probably had it at Disney at some point. Um, this is the best pasta. And it's good. This was actually my favorite theme park meal. Was, you know, you had your gluten-free pasta. And you were very excited about. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. It was so much pasta. Yeah. Because it was like a full skillet of pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, yours looked good. I, I had a taste of it. It was really good. The pasta, or the lasagna was fantastic. And then, what I love about this park is if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you do not have to. 
Um, what I love about these free admission parks is like the whole family comes out. Like if grandma wants to come out to the park, but she doesn't ride things, she can come for free and just, you know, get $10 worth of pasta and that's what she spends. If she wants it. Mm -hmm. Or she can just sit on a bench and watch her grandkids ride. Yeah. You get the, the real, I want to, on Del Grosso's, what just, it just kind of sticks in your heart is you have like older people, like they come out, like that is their Wednesday tradition. Spaghetti so, but, Wednesday was popping with blue hair. So they, they, <laughs> they would come and they would take over an entire picnic table because that's what you do on Wednesdays. You come and you eat the pasta or you would have groups, camps come out. Um, there was like disability groups. Disability groups. Yeah. Having, and very much like included, very present, very communal, very much yes. like, oh, Spaghetti Wednesday, like let's go eat. And you do not get that at a Six Flags park. Kind of like with Dutch Wonderland, where I was talking about like the joy, like there's a sweetness with Del Grosso's, where it's like, oh, yeah. this is, I think like the special thing about Pennsylvania parks is that community feeling, and mm -hmm. it's so prominent in Del Grosso's. And it is a lot, I'd say most of the Pennsylvania parks have that. Yes. If there was not an admission, because one thing I realized from this trip, like the pay one price admission, it mm -hmm. excludes people. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. You did not see people in their 70s at Hershey Park. Not 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 in mass groups like yeah. this or as common. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you go back and look at that and you're like is that the best route for theme parks? Is that what theme parks should be? Mhm. Mm and um I don't know. I think I look for that in my parks like there's a reason I I rank the Waldemere's, the Del Grosso's, the Knobles highly is because there is a sense of community there and it's it's wonderful. And it changes the way I think people perceive and interact in a park. Yep. It's com it's a completely different vibe. Yeah. It really is. Mm -hmm. And there's a different mindset. It's more relaxed. And appreciative could even be a word yeah. I would use. I would say... Communities love those parks. They take care of them. Yes. There's no graffiti but at these parks. That's what I mean, like appreciative. Like, yeah. you, you, can, you can feel it. There's a sense of community. Very special. There's dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was great. So, and what's nice about it is if you you're going for the credit stop, you pay five dollars and fifty cents for one person to ride the wacky worm and the crazy mouse. I would say with Del Grosso's, it's not a ride park. It's not. I, I I'm not selling that. I'm not saying go get on all the rides. Woo! I'm saying it's sweetness. But I would also say, if you like flat rides. You could do the pay one price and, and enjoy your time here And if too. you have little kids. If yes, you've got families. kids, it's a fantastic park. Yep. If you are a kid, you'd love this place. Yeah. Grow, like, it's a perfect park to grow up with. Yes, like, I think so. And, yeah, there's just a sweetness about it. Um, made a TikTok about Del Grosso's. It popped off. It's my most famous video of all time that I've ever made. Um, people love this place. Um, apparently, when you go, you're supposed to try Murph's potato salad we made that mistake didn't try it so we'll have to go back um also when you pair this park with lake mont which is 15 minutes down the road great day mm -hmm. um unfortunately i screwed up in our planning here um i plan to go after del grosso's to lake mont wednesdays they don't run their rides but it's open for walkers so we went and checked it out um leap the dips has been closed for a couple of weeks now so, we thought about coming back on Thursday, but with Leave the Dips not open, we flushed that plan. 
yeah, so it was good. To, it was good to walk around Lakemont. We checked out all the rides. Um, I'm 0 for 2. I've tried to visit this park twice, and it either wasn't open or it was closed for rain. Um, so one day I will ride Leap the Dips, damn it. But it's good to see that I love Del Grosso so much that, like, yeah, this is a high priority to get back. Um, but shout out to Lakemont. You guys are great to us. It was fun to go walk and check it out. And then we had about two hours left in the day. And I was like, you know what? We have a season pass to Idlewild. Let's just go. This mm-hmm. was kind of a, you know, we have a few hours. We can we can stop in. And I felt like it was the right way to do Idlewild. Me too. Um, I have visited this park in the past and I got the coaster credits. None of the coasters really look partic- particularly interesting to you, I felt like. Um, I don't necessarily want to ride a coaster if I'm not riding with you. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a credit counter true i'm just there for the experience yeah happy to be there so people cut a lot of flack because we didn't ride the coasters but i hadn't been on the daniel tiger ride and we had free admission free parking let's do it so we went back and rode that and um, i didn't get to ride the original mr rogers my first visit they were changing it over to daniel tiger um so a little sad i didn't get to ride the original but the current version of it is still very special Front row seats. Front row seats. We were the two adults in front uh, And filming. all the kids are getting back. <laughs> Get behind us. <laughs> um, but it was really cool. You go through the ride and it's perfect for kids. Like you're going and like you, you're inviting everyone to the... Hugging song. No. Happy, it's Happy Neighbor Day. It's Happy Neighbor Day. Come along, come along. To this. To this. Something hugging song. And hugging. That was the hugging song. It's Hug and Something. I thought it was Hug and Song. Come along, come along. To the neighbor Hug and Song. The neighbor Hug and Song, yes. So you're going around inviting people and, and all the characters are like, oh, I got to bring my tutu. Can you find my tutu? And then all the kids are like pointing at it and stuff. It's very fun. There's singing involved. Um, don't recommend a front row seat if you don't have any kids, but that is where <laughs> we were assigned. So um, that was cool. The operators are great. They have to be. Yeah, like they come performing. up and call your neighbor. Yeah, it is a performance. They're they're Shout having conversations <laughs> with like yeah Grace. She mm-hmm. found us on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Grace. She did a great job um, being our leader or our neighbor of the our tour guide. I guess you'd say our guide to make believe. Yeah, but she had like conversations with the make believe Daniel Tiger who's on the train with you, and it's just it's perfectly done. Um, and there's a sweet part. One of your favorite moments, I think, of the day. I think. I wasn't expecting this. Idlewild was... It was okay. Like, I, I just wasn't expecting to have a magical moment here. Yeah. But you were kind of talking about how kids were singing along and kids were involved. And the parents, they're there. Like, a lot of them are, like, just kind of checked out, trying to make sure that their kid doesn't jump off. Because they can stand for, yeah. like, the whatever. And then, like, when the trolley moves, they're like, sit, 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 sit. So everyone's gathering. And, and, and I think we're at the end of the day, too, so the parents are exhausted. They're tired. <laughs> They've been there all day. <laughs> and after the neighbor celebration, we're all at the castle, and they sing the Mr. Rogers song, It's Such a Good Feeling. And if you are a Mr. Rogers fan, you know that he talks about um, it being a snappy new day. And when he when when they got to that part, all of the adults without without looking at each other, just just everybody on the trolley snapped. Yeah. And it was so sweet because the kids knew it and the adults knew it, and it had that. I would I would, I would describe it as like that Disney moment where it just kind of bridged mm-hmm. the experience, and it was so sweet. Yeah. That it was like it was worth 
driving to Idlewild and being in Idlewild just for that. Like, it is one of, it it will be like a cherished theme park memory for me. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, and what that ride does so well is it does bridge the gap. Um, Because Pittsburgh, that's where Mr. Rogers is from. That's like where where he's based and stuff. So, you know, you've got the generation of Yenzers who grew up with Mr. Rogers and their kids are on there and the Daniel Tiger version's a thing. And uh, just to see that that gap generation, the, the bridge, was special. And then after that, there's not much to do <laughs> uh, at the park. Uh, but we did have to do the adult hand cars. Oh, so <laughs> fun. Shout out to that ride operator, too. He was joy. Yes, he was so jacked that two adults were coming to ride by themselves. <laughs> so fun. Yep. So we like... We like uh, videotaped ourselves doing it and um you're very fast i have seen in the loops drew right drew the intern yeah i'm like hi i don't know i saw them time it and i wanted to compete so badly like i just wanted to be fast now i I don't know i know that you're thinking about putting the video like with the timer i want it to be made very clear they were telling me to break very early because I'm very fast. Yeah. Apparently, I was just. He was worried really you were going to overshoot he, it. He, it's what he. That's what he. So I'm being told to slow down. Very early. Yeah. So. Um, and they're like hitting the brakes with their feet on the ground, you know, so they get to go through. Um, but yeah, that, that that was one of my favorite employees of the trip. He just had long hair. He's a bro. He's like, all right, you guys go to ride, bro. He felt like the the turtle in Finding Nemo. Crush. Crush. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He was so happy. Yeah. Just. Love that guy. And then um, after that, we just kind of hit the storybook forest, which was a little socially awkward, but very fun. Um, you walk through a forest, uh, just they have like little statues and live characters of reenacting nursery rhymes. So we had a particularly fun interaction with Peter Pan at the Red Riding Hood house, which I think he was like out of position, but it was very fun. Um, yeah, but Idlewild, it was great. Um, I don't know that we would have gone in if we had to pay admission. It was no. very much a, we have the pass, might as well stop in. I think if you, again, it's another one if you have kids. Yes. Oh, it's a no-brainer for kids. Because they also do have a water park, too. That's pretty good size. You could spend a whole day if you had kids there. Mm-hmm. Next day, we went to... We were scheduled to go to Kennywood. But... I wanted to do this so bad. And, you know, everyone's like, like airtime, Mike, I think, messaged me. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure you really have to convince him. But I love Waldemere. Yeah. And we'd been to Waldemere previously, but we had to rush it. Like, because we had crammed it in with Darien Lake Day. And, and it, it was, was like a, a travel day. Just and it was a packed, packed, like, August afternoon. And it was a credit stop. And, like, so, and, and I have always felt that park was special and that we had rushed it and I had wanted to return. And I, I asked, I was like, hey, like, how close is it? And two I think hours. one of my favorite things about you is you were like, ah, two hours. Perfect. That's so <laughs> doable. And I'm like, if you think that's doable, like, great. And so we did Waldemere and I yes. love Waldemere. Yes, we drove all the way from Pittsburgh. To Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, to get their park open. And um, this was worth it. I think it was my favorite park day of the trip. Wow. It was, it's July, right? Yep. 65 degrees. On the lake, it felt, yeah. It was 
cool. It was beautiful. Everything was like sparkly and like the sun. It was just a perfect day. Yeah. And um, it was great. Yeah, we got to, uh, obviously the first thing we wanted to do, we had to go ride Rivian Flyer 2. Mm-hmm. Um, which, when we talk about Phoenix, I, I think I love Rivian Flyer 2 as, almost as much. It's like barely a step down from Phoenix for me. Yep, same. But we rode in the front every time. <laughs> Um, cause why not? The lines were short, very short and, uh, very good crew there. But the view from the top of that lift hill of Lake Erie is, it is one of the best views of any coaster. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And then you, you drop and you go over the bridge that goes over the, the highway there. And then the return run, there's a favorite moment that I have of that ride now. There is like a series of airtime hills that goes in and out of tunnels, and the visual of that is so cool. And then the end of that ride too, you go into a ninety degree bank, and then down into a ravine to kind of finish the ride, and it is so special. It's such a good ride. I think of um, when you were talking about Phoenix having good pacing. Yeah, this ride does too. It does. It gives you a, a second view of the lake where like you've done something fast and intense, and it does go up again. It's like. You catch your breath and then you fly. Yeah. It's spectacular. Yes. It is everything that I want Voyage to be. <laughs> it's elite. Yeah. It is what you just said. Like, I think about, like, I don't, people are so loud about Voyage. And maybe mm-hmm. they're loud about Ravine Fire too, but I don't hear it they're as not. much because this ride is, ooh, it's spectacular. Yeah. And, the pacing of it, like the intensity is just enough. Mm. It's so good. Um, so yeah, we, we rode that many, many times. Mm-hmm. We rode uh, a couple times throughout the day. Maybe seven minutes. Maybe. Tops, yeah. Like very, and it was one train. Very chill morning. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't realize this until we got to the park. I still had two credits to get because I did not ride the kitty coaster. So we went over to Ravine Flyer 3 when there was no wait and rode that. One of the prettiest kitty coasters just goes out over like fountains and mm-hmm. very fun. And then there was an SPF spinner that I rode by myself. Um, I had to get that credit. I didn't even remember that they put it in in 2020. So that was cool. And then I walked through by myself Pirate's Cove because you did not need to go through all those. Uh... Again, I've done it. Yeah. I just didn't want to do it again. So we went... did the log flume. Which, surprise of the trip almost. Very pretty. Yeah, it goes through like a shed and... Um, there's some good drops. It's it's really a pretty ride. Wacky Shack. Yep, Wacky Shack was the next ride, which is the dark ride that's um, kind of old school Bill Tracy, I believe. Oh, so good. Sky ride. Yep, rode the Sky Ride. Um, Gorgeous. Which Gorgeous. I don't think we rode it last time. Mm-mm. We had to go, and yeah. like, it's yeah. just great. And that was just yeah. You get great views of Ravine Flyer. You get great views of the entire park. The lake. Yep. In the background. Rode the Ferris wheel. That's right. We did ride the Ferris wheel. We really did this park. Like I felt like this was one of the parks that I felt like on TikTok it was always like, "What about this?" or "What about that?" or I felt like Waldemir, like we actually, yeah, got everything in and like did it, but did it rush? Yeah, and got to like breathe a little bit. It was just, it was great. Waldemir is climbing up is one of my favorite parks. It was great. Yep. And then we ended the day with, uh, I would say what their most popular coaster is to locals, Comet. 
mm. which is uh, kind of your basic family wooden coaster, but trees have grown around it. It's very pretty. It operates two trains. I think it's one of the most unique ride stations I've ever been in. Yeah, it's very like it stands out in my memory, like yeah. with that big tree in the middle. Yeah, it's mm. good. I just there is nothing about this park I don't love. Um, we did not eat there, which mm-hmm. is I guess what we don't love about it. But Jersey Mike's was down the road. Jersey Mike's, <laughs> uh, yeah, their gluten free options were like soda pop and water. Yeah, it was. At least they showed it, but. And I would also say Waldemere, it, it's okay. Yeah. Like the food, you don't need the food. I don't know if it's a food touting park. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like come here. Like Knoebels very much is. Yeah, this park is like we're working on it. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll have good food here. I don't know. All right, and then what we did? We had the we had the dang season pass to uh, our premier parks, and uh, we had to go to Kennywood. So. Last two hours of the day, we got back into Pittsburgh. It was open for two more hours at Kennywood, so we went in and took care of some of the low-capacity rides. Um, I knew Steel Curtain had been closed for about three weeks at this point. You had let me know every day of this trip that we would not ride Steel Curtain. It's not going to happen. Building to it, you were the same way about flying turns, but you let me know. I asked every day about Steel Curtain. I was like, are you sure? And you were like, no, it's not. It's done. It's been done. It's been done. We park at the farthest parking spot possible from the front entrance. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not exaggerating. No. We were we were at we we pulled in and immediately parked like right in front of the pull in. Yeah. Turns out that is not where the gate is. That's fine. It it's was, okay. I was I was. We're fast. I like I like parking far away because we can really like outwalk. Yeah. Like we're zooming. Anyways, we park. We get out. Steel curtain is running. And you are like, it's running. <laughs> And it, like we were like we're, we're we gotta go, yeah. like, but it's very exciting. But but they'd only run one train, mm-hmm. and the entire time we were able to walk from our vehicle to the front gate. So you were like a little bit like I don't know if it's actually open. Yeah, was that just a test runner? But yeah, so we get in and um, we immediately go to Steel Curtain because it's running, and you don't know if it's gonna be open tomorrow. So it's like let's go get in line. You and said it opened 20 minutes before we got there? So, yeah, we, we get in line, and they, they're advertising a 30-minute wait. I'm skeptical. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this might be like an hour, hour and a half from what I hear. You said, I will not believe it until I'm on the coaster going up. Yep. Like, we're going to be in line, but this might be a wash. Like, this thing could break down any second. So, um, we get in line. I check Twitter. 38 minutes had passed. They, they had tweeted 38 minutes ago since I got in line that... Steel vengeance or steel curtain had reopened. Um, incredible timing. It couldn't have been any better. And I think that's why we got such a low weight on it. We ended up waiting forty five minutes um, with one train operation, which is lucky. I think we we literally beat people before they realized it was open, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was crazy. Um, so we waited in line. I still didn't believe it. We get up to the station and like the. The train in front of us goes, I'm like, holy shit, we're next. And we actually board, and it actually happens. And, um, guys, I love Steel Curtain. I loved it. Um, I thought it was, for a nine-inversion roller coaster, I expected to get off sick. I expected it to be a little bit intense. I didn't really expect to love it. Um, the inversions were all wacky, but, like, fun and not too intense. Uh, I, I was worried because they said there's a rattle on it. I There was no rattle. I don't know if they fixed the rattle, but there was zero rattle on this ride. 
Every inversion was graceful. This ride was fun. This ride is a hit. I love this ride. And I, I know you felt a little nauseated on it. Is that right? But I'm susceptible yeah. to motion sickness. I get motion sickness in a car. So yeah. I know. For a nine inversion roller coaster to get off a little bit dizzy. Yeah. But still being like, that was really fun. Yeah. That That's a win. Yeah. I could have rewrote it all night if I... You know, there was no weight. Really? You could have rewrote it all night? Like yes. Back to back? That's not... that. And see, I could... I wanted to rewrite it, mm-hmm. but I needed, like... I needed that time in line. Yeah. I would need that time in line to come back <laughs> down a little bit. But uh, instead of getting back in line, I just took the Euphoria, and I was like, okay, let's just knock out some um, low-capacity rides to make tomorrow easier. So we went over and rode the Old Mill, which was the first time I'd ever ridden the Old Mill. We did Racer. We did Racer before that. Uh, Racer was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Racer better than I liked um, the uh, light, Lightning the, Racer. Yes. I agree. I also did. Very old school, built in the 20s. Um, still in great shape. Um, people give it a lot of criticism because it doesn't do a whole lot. But it's a fucking racing coaster from the 20s. <laughs> like, like, it's not going to be the most thrilling ride. Um, I, I think it's still very special, very good ride. Then we rode the Old Mill, which was like special to ride. I think it was 1902 um, was when that ride system was put in place, and it's still the same ride system, so that's special. Um, you know, the theming was fun. I, I wouldn't call it an elite dark ride by any means. No. <laughs> but it was fun to not have to wait in line mm-hmm. and then also enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. And then we went over and rode Skyrocket. Skyrocket is one that when I first rode it, the year it opened... I thought it was one of the best coasters in the world. And like every time I ride it, I'm like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't love Skyrocket. <laughs> I, I don't really need it. Um, there's like a weird intensity in the beginning of it. And then the, the second half is very uh, tame. And most people don't like the second half. But I think you actually enjoyed the second half most. The S-turns. I love the S-turns. It's so <laughs> weird. It's weird. Yeah. If I'm able to ride something and I'm like, well, this is weird. Like, yeah. that's how I'm like, I'm like, that's quirky. I did not enjoy Skyrocket. Yeah. Then we went over to Phantom's Revenge and uh, kind of had a rough experience on that one. It was a little bit of a long wait. This was the last ride of the day. Um, sat in the back car and the first half of the ride was very good. Would you say? You talk about your ride experience. You just, you talk about yours. Yeah. Well, first half of the ride was good. We went down to a ravine. Yeah, the whole thing. It's very fun. Was it how you remembered it? Was it as smooth as fast? Yeah, as smooth as fast. Just now purple. Um, What did it used to be? Green. Oh, Mm -hmm. the purple looks good. Purple looks good. It was freshly painted for this year. Um, And it was good. And then you get the abrupt airtime, which kind of scared you. Kind of hurt you almost. Hurt your back maybe. Um. We rode in the very back seat, and at the end when you like pop up, go down, pop up uh-huh. with the way the restraints are with the one bar. And I was riding without hands, like I wasn't yeah. bracing, I wasn't thinking about it. I was just like enjoying it. But the way it popped. I hit so hard that it made my lower back crack. Yeah. Nothing, and it was just a pop. It was just like pressure, but yeah. it just. Uh, it was like scary. It was very violent. It had been such a fun ride. The views were. It was intense, but like the views were fun. It was zipping. Yeah. I was enjoying it, and then 
I wasn't ready for it to. It was the. I would even say it was the most violent ride we went on. It of goes the trip. into. It goes into this weird like you don't expect it. There's not really a lot of airtime, and then it's like, oh I feel shit! Like I got slapped. This is my last <laughs> second. Like we're almost done with this ride. And there's no airtime yet. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. Um, like I, I felt like a slap. Like yeah. that is like like the motion I would use. It was like the phantom comes out and just like. Yeah. It's like, oh. Oh, there's a phantom. We found him. There, here's the revenge the part. <laughs> you were punished. Yeah. Um, and I can see why people would like it. Um, because it is so so violent and so... But it doesn't feel like properly engineered almost. Yeah. <laughs> like it feels too intense of airtime. And it's not paced out through the ride. No. It's just weird. It's a weird ride. I don't think it's my favorite in the park anymore. I think I put it like maybe at number three. Um, I, I think I put, I'm still kind of thinking if I like Thunderbolt or Steel Curtain better, but I do put Steel Curtain over this now, in my opinion. I love the first drop. I love the second drop. And then I am good. Yeah. So that kind of ended our day kind of on a sour note, but, uh, we, we got back into the park. You felt fine the next day, which is good. And, um, now that we've knocked out a lot of the, the long lines, we got to check out other stuff. So we actually rope dropped Kangaroo because we knew that was popular. Fantastic. Uh, maybe my favorite flat ride of the trip. So cute. Go in a circle, jump off a ramp. Wee, wee. Good times. And then we went over to Noah's Ark and walked through that. Um, always fun to go through Noah's Ark. Um, I was a little worried you wouldn't like it, but I think you actually enjoyed it. Sure. Yeah. And then we went on Thunderbolt, which newly repainted this year. Very smooth front row ride. I think it's still it's definitely my favorite Woody of the Park still. Um, I just think it's so unique and good. Then we got to ride Auto Race, which you were a little skeptical at first. You don't really like driving those things, but you know how to steer. So we got in there, got a leisurely ride, and um, it's real classic. Like you're you're riding in a trough um, and going around the course, which is a lot of fun. And then I think one of the true hidden gems of this park. Is Ghostwood Estates, which is their shooting Sally Dark ride. I think they have a nice theme to it. I think the guns worked really well. The effects were pretty good. Um, did you have any thoughts on this dark ride? Spooky, but not like off-putting. Yeah. Like it, it, it does a good job. De- scarier than Haunted Mansion. Like Haunted Mansion's like that perfect G-rated scary. This yeah. is just like kids will want to go on it. Like kids are not going to be too scared to ride it, but they will feel like they've done something scary. Yeah. And so it's just it's real good. It's perfect. It's, I think it's almost like a perfect regional dark ride. Then we headed over to the Whip, which I think was your I say is your first whip. You say you've done one before. Mm. Who really knows? But it's fun always fun to get on a classic. And then Jackrabbit. Oh, I love Jackrabbit. I think one thing I do want to say is I had no idea Kennywood was pretty. Yeah. It's so pretty. And I think, like, like if I was showing somebody Kennywood, I think the first thing I would show them is that Jackrabbit facade. Yeah. It, they've, they've done a really nice job with it this year. It looks like that's how I would describe Kennywood. It's classic, but it's modern, mm-hmm. and it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, it's just cool yeah it's i love kennywood i love jackrabbit jackrabbit i i i just i'm a like i love sweetness and what i love about that ride is i actually like to wait in line for it because you get to see like the train coming by and all the families but you also get to hear the conversations in the queue line there's always a kid that's riding it for the first time 
Um, it's always the the first big coaster in Pittsburgh that kids are riding. Grandma's riding it with the kid, and they're like in the front row together. And it was her first coaster. Like it is a special ride. Um, you know, the double dip on it is like the big element, and it's great. I, I think it's a fantastic thing. Um, rest of the ride doesn't do a whole lot, but the the feeling of it is what it's all about. But I think. I, I think that's okay. I think like we rode Big Dipper and Big Dipper really doesn't do anything. Yeah. And it's younger <laughs> yeah. than this. Right. And this is out here being 102 years old. Yeah. And delivering a great ride. Yeah. A good ride. A really good ride. Yeah. And it's it's just you factor it its age and you factor it how it's smooth. It's just I love Jackrabbit. I hope Jackrabbit never goes away. Man, can you imagine how Pittsburgh people would feel about yeah. that? They love that ride. Because you're looking at 100 years old. Like, your great-grandfather who has passed, probably that was his first coaster. Um, in we were talking about community in Pennsylvania parks. Kennywood was probably the second biggest park of the trip. It was, yeah. There is such an ownership mm-hmm. of the people in that park with that park. Yeah. they That's their park. Yeah. You, like, they, they're wearing the merch. They're talking about how they've come previously. And that's uh-huh. part of what makes Kennywood, I think, a special park. It's it's Pittsburgh's. Yeah. It's, and it's, so, so like, when you even talk about, I hope Jack Rabbit never goes away. Or, like, you were telling me about how Kangaroo. Like, I, I 100% believe it. Yeah. After seeing how people treat the... You get graffiti, trash. Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. That's not how they... That's not how people treat parks. Yeah, it's true. Even in a big park like Kennywood. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, after we rode Jackrabbit, that was kind of our completion of the major rides we were wanting to hit. We skipped Exterminator. We didn't need to ride a spinning mouse. <laughs> we rode a few of those already. Uh, so I kind of did something. This is like the first, one of the few rides I didn't plan on the trip. Uh, the paddle boats. I was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to see how much it is. And it was like 10 bucks for you and me to ride it. For 30 minutes out on the lake of Kennywood and I was like you know what this is an iconic spot usually we don't do paddle boats let's drop 10 bucks and ride it and it was one of the most memorable rides I think of Kennywood um, got real close and personal with uh, Steel Curtain got some fun footage from that got to see like the the facade of Racer and it was just really special really really fun very romantic to ride with you on a boat in Kennywood so yeah, you only put me through a spider web once. One time. Hey, Steel. <laughs> had to get my vision of Steel Curtain. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was. I think paddle boats, I would even put that on if you haven't ever done it at Kennywood. Like, take the time, take 30 minutes out of your day. It's really cool. And then. Especially each, in the evening. Yeah. That would be fun. When it's like winding down, there's lights everywhere. Yeah, I bet like off the lights, like yeah. off the water and the lights. Would Beautiful. Be- mm-hmm. So. We were done with the park at that time. It was about lunchtime. Potato uh, patch. Potato patch. <laughs> I had been... Okay. I, all of these parks were new to me. Pennsylvania is a new state to me. And you had been... I Every place had, had a potato patch. I'm like, oh, they've got gluten-free stuff at potato patch. Let's eat potato patch. And you were like, no. Kennywood potato patch. So we have waited till day 10 out of 11 <laughs> for this potato patch. The hype was real. It's true. Yeah, it was so good. We got the bacon cheddar. Um, and, like, there's a long wait, but, like, you wait in it, and it's it's always worth it. Um, we also got a lemonade from the lemonade stand. Oh. That was the best lemonade I've ever had. The 
the ice. Oh. I'm not even an ice person, but the ice and the lemonade. Ooh, it, quality. It was just out of like a carnival stand that they put in the park. Some Florida vendor, I think. Uh, it's very smart. It was very good. But then the potato patch. Uh, one of my favorite meals of the trip for sure. We split. We split it because like it's a lot of fries. And then we shopped, and I bought too much stuff again. And then after that, Kennywood merch is fire. It's good, and you can buy most of it online, which is nice. Um, and then after that, we had some time to check out Pittsburgh. So uh, Brittany really wanted to see some dinosaur bones, and the Carnegie National History Museum had them. Sometimes you just get a craving. Yep. So we went, and uh, there's a deal there that if you go in the last two hours of the day, it's half price. So we really just wanted to see the dinosaurs. We did the half price thing, and um, fantastic. There's like T Rexes and Which, pterodactyls, and did you guys know dinosaurs are from Montana? Mostly Montana, apparently. Montana and Utah and Wyoming. I had no idea. Yeah. It just we kept bones found in Montana, and I was like, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. So, anyways, pretty cool. And the then, more you know. Yeah, we finished that up probably about an hour and a half or so in there, and then we're like, uh, we got thirty minutes. We have admission to the art museum. We went and then just didn't go in. Um, and just kind of walked around a uh, park area there, which was really nice. And we made our way over to see Mister Rogers' statue over by Heinz Field. Very cool. Um, little mo- little memorial to a lumpy Fred Rogers. <laughs> I think the best part, though, is they have um, the soundtrack of the memorial is Fred Rogers talking or singing. And so sometimes it's, like, bizarre. Because, like, when we got there, it was, like, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like, he's telling a story. And it's like, oh, okay. But then, like, he's saying, um, I like you, like, just the way you are. It's that song. Mm -hmm. So, like, you could end up having, like, a really sweet moment with, like, the statue where it's, like, Mr. Rogers giving, like, a famous mr rogers spiel or sweetness and it's like oh i can't imagine though like if you're like like i wonder like how long that like when does that like track start because if you're going for a walk in the morning and then Mm -hmm. like you just hear fred talking about the (laughs) the blonde girl at goldilocks and never going back in the house it's so weird just being like huh like what is this because like i didn't realize there was like a waterfront trail in front of it that i would love to do next time is like to go go run it and then take it just is they did such a good job. Yes, it's a lumpy statue, but it's still... Lumpy Fred Rogers. It's still it's, sweet. It's huge. Yeah. I did not know it was that big. And what's cool about it is uh, Pittsburgh, there's three points of the river that meet um, kind of at a point there. It's the Ohio River. I'm, I'm not going to pronounce the other two because I'll mispronounce it, but uh, it's like an iconic spot of Pittsburgh, and then you have Fred Rogers looking over it. It is really special, I think. So I'm glad we went and saw that. And then we did Permani Brothers again. What are your general thoughts on Permani Brothers? Good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I had a sandwich the first time that had their wings and pizza. It's all fine. And then we had a little date, and there was a Barnes and Noble nearby. I love the Permani Brothers story. Yeah. Like the story's cool. The packaging is cool. Mm-hmm. Like. Almost famous sandwich. Yeah, like, like you have to get it. Yeah. Like. How we talked about hot brown, like, uh, I'll never yeah. probably get a hot brown again. I will always get Permanente Bros when yeah. I'm in. Me too. Pittsburgh. And then we found a Barnes & Noble, which was great, with the Starbucks. and uh, The best date. Great date. Got some got some books for you. Thanks. And then um, after that, I mean, most of the trip was done. We had to get back to Kansas City from Pittsburgh. So what we did is on the Saturday, drive home. I hadn't been to the Columbus Zoo to get those credits. 
I was pushing for Holiday World. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. The weather wasn't working out. Again. Yeah, it's okay. But we, we hit Columbus, and the weather wasn't working out that day. Uh, we ate lunch while it was still raining at your favorite place. If you go, are in Ohio, there is a chain called Cap City Fine Diner. Is it only Columbus? It's like in the suburbs, too. Okay. I think there's like four restaurants or five. It's big there. Like, that's, I think everybody knows it, but like if you're like us and you're coming in. Yeah. Delicious. Yes. Gluten free, but like, that's not all of it. It's just they have like. They're just very accommodating, too. Super. Yeah. Like, when they bring out rolls, they'll bring out rolls that are also gluten free for you with like the delicious icing. And I had fish and chips. It was so good. But that restaurant in general, like, your food was good. And it was cool. And And it's like a, it's, it's a diner setting. But, like, the decor is, like, fancy. But then you're still, like, in Ohio. So everybody's just, like, dressed in, like, athletic wear and stuff. But it's just, I would say, if you're going to Ohio, like, go eat there. It's delicious. It, yeah. And Even if you don't have to eat gluten-free. Like, it's a very good restaurant. I had, like, a burger and fries there that were so good. Uh, like a traditional diner. The chili. Yeah, chili was fantastic. It was oh, just... It was good. It was, like, a steak chili. They, they have, like, a bakery, too, like, where they do, like, the chef, like, does desserts and they do a daily gluten-free dessert i was stuffed i couldn't eat another bite (laughs) because i ate the gluten-free bread with like the cinnamon icing on it i just what a place was that your favorite meal Mm, i'm gonna still go with the whoopie pie but fair enough i i always love when you find like a chain like kind of like from antipo it's like it's only here yeah it's only there yeah so if you can go to it it's good so um, after that, we were in the parking lot, and I was like, okay, I'm going to call the Columbus Zoo and see. Because like, it had been storming all day, and it was like cleared up. So I called them. I was like, hey, are you guys roller coasters running? Because I'm like mostly coming for that. And I had to like, check on it. They're like, oh, yeah, they're both running. So we show up. We pay the $10 parking. We get up to the gate to buy our tickets. And I ask again, are the roller coasters running? And they're like, she said no. And then I was like, oh, wait a second. Can you check on that? Because if it's not running... We don't want to come in because it's for both of us to go in. The admission would be like sixty-two bucks, pretty high. Yes. And then you had to buy like ride tickets, and so she's like, "Well, one of them isn't running." I'm like, "God damn it!" Like, I don't know if I would have done this if I'd known that. But it is what it is. We paid our ten-dollar parking. It's just like whatever. Let's go get the wooden coaster because that's what I was most excited for anyway. But she's but she says, but the one one, the one that is open, it's like a special event or something. Yeah. So she's like, I don't even know if you can ride that because of the special event. Oh, I didn't really hear that. That's what she was saying. She's like, it's open, but like, there's something special going on. Turns out, Ace was there. So there was coaster nerds everywhere. <laughs> like, stereotypical coaster nerd. Like, white socks up to your shins. Like, the brown hat, shirt tucked in. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I found out later it was their, they were making the Sea Dragon an Ace Landmark, which is really cool. Um, I mean, really nerdy and cool, I guess. But This park was built with historic landmarks. Yeah. A lot of the coasters were mm-hmm. buildings in the parks. Like, just boom, landmark, landmark, yeah. landmark, landmark. So cool. Almost every park. So it kind of fit that yeah. even though we were in Ohio, it's like, oh, yeah, look, another historic landmark. Yep. So we rode sea dra- the Sea Dragon, and it was very good. It was, it was delightful. Very delightful. Was it, you know, $72, $75 delightful? 
No. Was it the most expensive credit run I've done now? Yes. <sighs> it kind of hurt. But part of this hobby is you, you just take L's sometimes. Um, and then we walked by the spinning coaster and they were still working on it. I was like, nope, we're not waiting around for that. And then I did buy tickets for this boat ride because they have an animatronic boat ride that kind of goes by animals and stuff. We get there and it's like a 45 minute wait, really. It's awful. And it's like Saturday Zoo people. Kids are everywhere they're crying yeah. they're hot it's it's we're stuffed into the queue yeah like the uh there's like an outdoor part and then an indoor we get like halfway through the outdoor and i'm like i don't know that i trust everyone in line here like i don't want to catch covid um for a dinosaur ride let's leave it's not moving fast no like the boat's capacities are not very high so we found somebody we left the line found a group of people and it's like hey you guys want our tickets and then we looked at an orangutan, and we got out. So $75 to look at a few turtles, um, like a duck. Right, <laughs> orangutan. a roller coaster, and an orangutan. Yep, we did yeah. see a duck. Yeah, we saw a duck. Um, you know, it it was not worth the money, but it, it's a decision we made. I can't give it a fair shake. It was miserable. It does look like a cool place. If we if you went on like a Tuesday or Wednesday in the summer, I think it's very bearable. That's what I'm saying. I can't give it a fair shake. We went Saturday. Mm-hmm. People had all waited for the storm to pass. Yeah. It was crowded. Everybody showed up. It was kid like kids were missing naps, so they, there was lots of screaming kids. Also, I don't understand people. This is just random, but mm-hmm. whatever. I don't understand people who bring a newborn to a park or a oh, newborn to anywhere. a zoo. And they're like holding up their newborn, and they're like, "Look at the orangutan!" And I'm like, "He's asleep." <laughs> like I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I, and like I want to have like empathy because like maybe you just want to leave the house. Like yeah. I get that, but I guess when you're like trying to make your newborn who is asleep like see things, I'm like, "I'm not gonna remember this." No, I'm talking like new, new. Like I'm talking yeah. like fresh out the womb, squinty eyes, old man face, baby. And I'm like, "Old man face." Why are we here, anyways? That was that was the Columbus Zoo. I don't yeah. know if you caught that. Mm-hmm. Tons of newborns. Yeah, it was like all right. And one thing I want to say about the Columbus Zoo, it is a huge thing. Like just the water park is gigantic. It looks like a Six Flags water park, um, and it looks awesome. Like there was a lazy river that you could just take booze in, and like you could tell people were just chilling there all day. So like I would give it a second chance. Yep. Um, but also, I already have the main credit there. Do I need to go back? Not really. Um, we're not entirely zoo people either. Mm-mm. We love the uh, Henry Dorley in Omaha, but you know, so good. It just is what it is. It's crowded. <laughs> and then uh, we stopped in Terre Haute on the way home. Had the real hacienda. There's two Mexican restaurants. Two. There's the hacienda right down the street from each other, and the real hacienda. And they are equally. Mar- There's a big rivalry apparently in Terre Haute. On which hacienda is the best hacienda? We ate at the real one. Very delicious. Watched the track world championships in the hotel room. It was a delight. It was. And then we made it home to Kansas City. So Finally back. That was a monster road trip. Yes, it was. Um, I do want to thank you, wife. I think it was a fantastic time. I love showing you some of my new favorite places. You were such a trooper. You did so good. And um, I'm glad we were able to do some stuff for you, too, so. A lot of fun. It was a good time. Yep. You are uh, an A-plus wife. All right. Yeah, you pass. Honor roll. Yep, honor roll. <laughs> Presidential list or whatever. Beans. Beans. But uh, just overall, looking back, what were uh, 
some of your favorite memory, favorite moments from the trip? I think favorite moments. I would say the adorable moment on the Idlewild trolley coaster. Mm-hmm. I would say being caught at Camden Park out of the scary house by a man. <laughs> I would say all the rides on Phoenix. Just spectacular. Mm-hmm. I think the Waldemere morning with yeah. the Ravine Flyer rides. So good. Um, I was so happy for you that like Flying Turns and Steel Curtain and just that you got to have because like, I think like you were genuinely surprised how many credits you got out of this. Yep. And that I ended up with like fifteen or something. And that you got to have that. And like, I was revisiting most parks. I was really happy for you on that. Yeah. But back to memories. Um, I just was. It was just. Is an interesting mix of parks that were fast paced mm-hmm. and incredibly chill. Yeah. Del Grosso's the memorial. Like that sweetness. You and I cried at Del Grosso's together. There, I have never <laughs> cried at an amusement park out of sweetness. sweetness. And I got, that got me, and the Idlewood Snap got me. And, and to reference that, because we didn't talk about it, Del Grosso's, they have a memorial of the Del Grosso owners. And what's, do you remember the final line? Yeah, I, you, when you were writing the Wacky Worm, I went, I, I started walking around and I, and I saw it and I read it and it was about like his life and it was, you know, the kind of man who would like earn the respect of intelligent men and the love of children. And it's like, he, and he did a lot. And when you go into the gift shop, if you look up around the gift shop is kind of like a timeline of like the park and it's their family and it's their family like running it and it's so cute and the last picture is Fred Murph as elderly and just it's so sweet but the last line is um on July 19th 1994 Fred's heart failed him it never failed anyone else and I just like open like I just like I just got I was like Oh, I have to go. I have to go get Caleb off this wacky worm. He's got to come read this. <laughs> yeah, you're like crying over there, and I'm like on the second lap like, of this wacky worm. Like, Ooh. I'm like, you've got to come read this. Yeah. This is so good. so good. And so, like, you know, when you're in a gift shop later, and you're looking at Fred and Murph on the wall, surrounded by Del Grosso's pasta sauce and T-shirts, it's yep. like, this is so sweet. Yeah, that was a highlight for sure. I think one thing too. I read a quote the other day that was like. May your day be filled with magic and may you not be too busy to see it. Mm. And I think one thing I kind of realized off with TikTokers, with Camden Park, with Pennsylvania Parks, is that's so in their community and it's so in their everyday life that yeah. I don't know. Some of some some people don't see the magic in their everyday parks. Yeah. Because there's something so special in these little guys. There is. That's just, it's I, it just was a delightful trip. I know I keep saying delightful, but like joy. There is such a sweet like a sweetness about all the parks that we went to all these smaller parks that I don't think you can replicate on any other road trip Mm-mm. like when you, we didn't go to a single Cedar Fair or Six Flags Park Mm-mm. it was fantastic mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah I just I think some of my favorite moments were just visiting some of those smaller parks with you showing you some of my favorite places uh, getting to meet Airtime Ryan was great um, and then like food uh, spaghetti Wednesday was fantastic and you can eat potato patch again and like finding gluten free options for you and just seeing you like bubble up from it it was so fun but yeah it was a great trip 
I really appreciate you joining me on it. And uh, to all the new listeners, we might have a lot of new listeners based off of our TikTok that blew up. So um, shout out to you guys if you're listening in. Um, but man, it was great. Great reminiscing with you. Can't wait for our next trip. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you haven't checked us out on social media, you can check us out. Go to solo.to slash coastercuzzies. You can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, our Discord is there. You can join our coaster community and talk coasters and, and weather and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, I think you have to close out the show here. Go ahead and do your best theme park stud impression here. Stay fly, America. You know what to do.